the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, this is exactly what they said would happen. Yeah, they were talking about uh, this back in 2016 and 2017, and they were saying it about Donald Trump. They were saying that uh, putting an egomaniacal, inexperienced, sometimes crude billionaire reality TV star of all things into the White House would be a disaster. Uh, You know, the economy would collapse. Countries around the world would laugh because he would embarrass the U.S. Uh, The Middle East would explode, of course, and COVID was going to kill us all. And here we are in 2021, and it kind of feels like a guy who has no business being anywhere near the White House is running the country, doesn't it? Pipelines were closed. Gas prices go up through the roof, actually. Hundreds of thousands of people are pouring over the southern border with COVID as they're bringing it in with them. And COVID is still here. and We're still not sure if schools are going to open. He said he was going to fix that. And we're waiting for more mask mandates, which are sure to come. Maybe he's going to try to get a national one. Businesses all over the country are looking for people to work. They can't find them. Uh, Because the people in power now are paying workers more not to work than they would get for working. I went to a place yesterday, a fast uh, food kind of a place, and uh, they said lobby was closed. They said go to the drive-thru. said we are understaffed. Sorry, and please be patient because our service is slow. That's what I run into everywhere. Meanwhile, the military is more worried about uh, being woke than it is about killing people and blowing things up, which is why it exists. And then uh, we're defunding the police. Little kids are being shot by gangbangers. I think it was a seven-year-old killed in Chicago over the weekend. So violent crime's out of control. And uh, and then, uh, of course, people with penises are now women. And now there's Afghanistan, and it's being called one of the worst defeats in American history. Uh, even Democrats and their friends in the media are blaming the big guy, uh, who said, by the way, uh, three weeks ago that this wasn't going to happen. And he finally came out of his basement in Delaware today and gave a speech, and he said about what you would expect. He inherited a tough situation. He's trying to fix it. And uh, when we come back, we'll get a reaction from Western PA Congressman Guy Reschenthaler. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty. Warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. 
For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light-filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, we're offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Visit Blinds.com today to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This summer, we all want to reconnect with friends and family, and the team at Legacy Box can help you make the most of your time together by enabling you to revisit classic memories while creating new ones. Legacy Box is an affordable way to have footage of family trips, weddings, and other milestones trapped on home movies and photos safely stored on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. The process is remarkably simple. Just follow the guide from Legacy Box's all-inclusive kit, and their experienced team will create digital copies of your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Soon you'll have everything saved on the format of your choice, along with your originals. Imagine highlights from the past, digitally preserved and always ready to share, whether you're telling stories on the porch, relaxing by the pool, or gathering for a barbecue. Even better, Legacy Box is offering 50% off this week. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to take advantage of this limited-time offer and ensure your past is always within reach. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 50%. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, a big guy came out of his basement and he's given a speech and he made a lot of excuses. And he said he doesn't regret his decision to pull out of Afghanistan and leave the people who helped us with no protection against the Taliban. He didn't come out and blame Donald Trump explicitly, but he made sure he mentioned that Trump wanted to leave on May 1st, and again, he inherited a bad situation. So how much of this is spin? Why did it take so long for him to speak? Guy Reschenthaler is a congressman. He represents District 14. He joins us now. Guy, thanks for being here. John, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy it. Um, I was watching Joe Biden's speech, and it was just frankly full of inaccuracies. I I could dissect a lot of it, but what really got to me was when Joe Biden blamed our allies in Afghanistan for not wanting to fight. That is, that is totally inaccurate. They have suffered severe uh, casualties uh, before this. They were willing to fight, but they were trained to fight with American air support and American intelligence being provided to them. We, we stopped giving that to them. And that was Joe Biden in his administration that made the decision. Uh, I think it's absolutely absurd that we just shut off the lights and said, good luck, you're on, the, you're on your own. And now we have these scenes that reminisce in the Saigon. Yeah, so, um, of course, he made reference to, to Donald Trump being the guy who um, made the decision to um, withdraw. And, he, and his, he had given the date of May the 1st, and that was extended. But uh, is that uh, – so was Donald Trump – going to keep the intelligence and the air power intact uh, right up until the withdrawal? Well there's, of, well, there's a lot of differences there. First off, Donald Trump had what what would, would be called a conditional agreement with the Taliban. The Taliban negated the provisions of that deal, so Joe Biden had the ability to break that. Uh, additionally, from my understanding, Bagram Air Force Base was supposed to retain under our control. And look, you don't need a large force in Afghanistan. We had about 2,500 uh, troops there during the last part of Trump's administration. And during the last 18 months, there were zero American fatalities during that time. All we needed to do was be there to, to, pro- to provide intel and air support for our allies to maintain control in that country. Now we've given it totally to the Taliban. And when I say we, I mean Joe Biden. Joe Biden made this decision. Uh you know, I think it's shameful what's happened. And what it really does is it sends a message to our allies. How would you like to be in Taiwan right now looking at this? 
yeah. with China threatening to invade to invade you. What about what about Korea? We still have tens of thousands of troops in Korea. And by in Joe Biden's own uh, standard, if the if our allies can't fight themselves for themselves, then we're not going to support them. We'll apply that logic to Korea. North Korea could roll over South Korea, they, but North Korea can't because we're there providing support for the South Koreans, and we should be doing that. Uh, his standard is completely fabricated. Uh, you know, he's making it up, I think, on the fly, or he's confused. But I think that this defeat, and that's what it is, is defeat, is owned entirely by Joe Biden. Um, what what specifically, if you can, uh, if you can be specific on this, what specifically did? Joe Biden not do as far as intelligence and air power? And, and when did he make that decision? And would the Taliban have been aware that that decision had been made? And would that have given them the idea that, hey, let's get ready. And when the time comes, we're going to we're going to we're going to just roll over everybody. Well, the Taliban was sitting there waiting for this to happen. Um, they were sitting in the wings. And I believe it was about a month ago, uh, Joe Biden and the administration stopped su- providing that support to, to our allies. And there's no reason for that. There's also no reason for Joe Biden to have given up Bagram Air Base, because if we had Bagram Air Base, we could have used that base to get our allies out, to get the interpreters, our people out. We could have used that base to continue to do airstrikes um, on, the, on the Taliban. But because he gave that up before we had the full withdrawal, allowed the Taliban to get this foothold and just roll over the, roll over the country. And everyone said, this is inevitable, this is inevitable. Uh, that that is not. This was not an, an inevitable result at all. If we had retained Bagram, if we would retain that shell uh, core of troops at about two thousand, two thousand five hundred, our allies could have held on to Afghanistan. They could have fought the Taliban Taliban back, of course, with our air support. Um, so withdrawing was not a bad idea. It's just he 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 just botched the 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 process. Well, I don't support if you define withdrawal as stopping kinetic operations on the ground. Fine. I was never in, I was never in favor of abandoning Bagram Air Base and abandoning our allies on the ground. And I don't think the Trump administration was either. That's why they had conditions uh, before they were, would, quote unquote, withdraw. But look, think about it. we are we're still in Germany. We're yeah. still, as I said, we're still in Korea. We're still in Japan. Um, I know this isn't popular to talk about, but we're still in Cuba. We have Guantanamo Bay uh, in Cuba. There's no reason that we should have ever given up Bagram. And what it does, or we should have given up Afghanistan, at least Bagram, to keep some kind of presence in that country. What this does is it now allows China to come in and Russia to come in and, and form relationships with the Taliban to create an autocratic state that the Chinese will, will give uh, data to the Taliban to crack down on their people. If you want to see a textbook example of what a future autocratic state is going to look like, watch Afghanistan because that's going to be a blueprint. Uh, Afghanistan will be a vassal state of China moving forward. The Chinese will extract all kind of rare earth elements from Afghanistan, and they'll do it because the Taliban will tolerate it because the Chinese Communist Party will provide them with data and intel on their own people to retain control. I'm call, I'm predicting that right now, John. That is what you're going to see in the years that are unfolding. And what about uh, the weaponry that was left um, and, and equipment and uh, vehicles and all the things that, that were left? How is that stuff left in the country for the Taliban just to pick up and drive to Iran with it? It's because it was a speedy, hasty withdrawal that was not thought through. There's no reason why we should have left material over there to fall in the hands of the Taliban. Um, and this, these weapons will now be used by the Taliban against our allies, and they will be used by the Taliban to terrorize that country even more. Not only is this a loss, John, for our prestige and our standing in the world, not only is it a question now that's rising with all our allies over the globe, it's also a human tragedy for the people of Afghanistan. This is a country that's been that, that was ruled by the Taliban uh, from the late 90s. Uh, we came in, provide support fighting against them. We had women going to school. Um, we had some semblance of control over the country. Now the Taliban is coming back more powerful than ever. Now the women aren't going to go to school. Now if you're accused of theft, you're going to have your arm amputated. If, if you are, are caught 
or accused of adultery, you're going to be publicly executed. This is a brutal regime. And I feel that too, too often we, we forget just how terrible and evil the Taliban actually is. I don't know if you've seen the video of people falling off the airplanes. Have you seen that? I have. And what's, what's, what, what's so scary about that image is think about it. 20 years ago, around this time, September 11th, of course, we had images of Americans jumping out of the World Trade Center. Yeah. Now, fast forward 20 years, we've got images of our allies in Afghanistan jumping from or, or fall, really falling from aircraft that's leaving Afghanistan. This, this is such a horrible image, especially when you juxtapose it with, with what happened on 9-11 and also when you look at the evacuation from Saigon. Uh, and, and again, this is because Joe Biden, uh, this is because Joe Biden has made horrible decisions. Joe Biden also has made horrible foreign policy decisions uh, in the past. He's the one that was telling Barack Obama not to go into Pakistan to take out Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the one that said that we should divide Iraq into three separate states, one for Sunni, Shia, and one, one for the Kurds. He's been wrong repeatedly throughout his career, not only in the Senate, but in the vice presidency. We should not be shocked now that he, he is creating debacle after debacle on the international stage as well. And he, uh, based on his speech, and I'm sure this is going to be the spin that you're going to hear from his people as he sends them out to MSNBC and CNN to, to, for um, for uh, softball questions. Uh, was he? I mean, he's not bound by anything that Donald Trump, any any kind of a plan that Donald Trump had, is he? I mean, if if he, in the best interest of the country, if he thinks things have changed, he can always change an agreement, and and every president has done that. Well, Joe Biden has done it as well. He he put us back into the egregious climate accord, the Paris Climate uh, Accord. Yeah. He did that. He reversed our policy on the southern border. Uh, he he uh, canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. So isn't it convenient that all of a sudden it, now Joe Biden says, well, this agreement, we inherited this agreement, yet he changed all the other agreements. But but also, it's completely a misnomer. The Taliban had egregiously violated um, the ceasefire and other provisions in the conditional withdrawal. That's why, look, I can't prove a negative or a hypothetical, but I highly doubt a Trump administration would stand by as a party like the Taliban broke its agreement with the United States. And look, if you want proof, historical proof for that, that the Taliban is attacking our, our U.S. embassy right now. When the Shia militia groups in Iraq attacked the, the embassy in Baghdad, President Trump neutralized Soleimani. He, he has him. he had a precedent for he yes he had a precedent for taking action against those who were harming the United States. I find it incredibly hard to believe that President Trump would allow this to happen, and if he saw our embassy under attack, would would stand by like Joe Biden is doing and continue to capitulate to the Taliban. This is an absolute disgrace. Because Joe Biden is so weak, because he is so so doddering, he is inviting aggression on the United States. And, and let me just say this. The United States embassy is being attacked. The embassies that aren't being attacked, China and Russia. It's because Putin and Xi are exerting pressure and strength, and the Taliban fears them. They do not fear the United States and, and Joe Biden. Um, I th I think it's uh, the guy's. I think it's Robert O'Neill's the guy's name who who killed Bin Laden. And uh, yeah, O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. He he tweeted uh, that they should just if if the it, the the reports are that they are occupying the embassy. And he his question yeah. was so why hasn't that embassy been bombed? If 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 yeah. you know that their leadership is in that embassy, uh, and they're the enemy, and you want to be rid of the enemy, why wouldn't you just uh, send a rocket, you know, right into the men's room in there and just let them, you know, be gone? Well, Greg, I mean, look, we, we spent, I believe, $700 million on that yeah. embassy. And the fact that the Taliban just rolled in almost overnight and took control of it, um, it is shocking. For It's shocking and it's disgraceful. Um, we should be, we sh again, we should never have left. We should never have given up Bagram. And we should have had a much orderly withdrawal from our foreign interpreters for the for the people that were volunteering and working with uh, NGOs that were serving humanitarian uh, missions in Afghanistan. We completely have abandoned these people and they're going to be viewed as 
uh, collaborators with with the United States uh, and and with the de- democratic states, and they're going to be let's let's be frank, they're going to be killed. Yep. And that blood is is partially on Joe Biden's hands. We're talking to Guy Reschenthaler, Congressman Reschenthaler from the district uh, from uh, District 14, um, and I'm I'm wondering uh, uh, we're going to hear that this was an intelligence failure. Um, what else? What else would explain them being surprised by how quickly the Taliban would take over? Other than a, a poor intelligence, I don't think it was an intelligence failure. I, I have friends that are still in the military, friends that served in Afghanistan. I was never there. I was in Iraq, but uh-huh. all my friends said that this would likely happen if we pulled out like that. And they're not in, in, in intelligence. I was in the JAG Corps. Uh-huh. If a lawyer in the military could see this, there's no way our intelligence community didn't see this happening. Additionally, you know, as a layperson, someone that's never been to Afghanistan, when I heard that Kabul was going to fall in 90 days, I immediately told the person next to me when we were told that, uh, that, that is incredibly optimistic. It, it probably be a lot faster than that. And again, I'm not an expert. There's no way the intel community had a failure. This is more, I believe, and I suspect, this is more gaslighting from the Biden administration. He's got to blame somebody, so he tries to blame President Trump. He blames our our allies on the ground, blames our intel community. Enough. If he wants to stand on that stage and says the buck stops here, like he he did, I believe, twice during his his speech, the buck stops with him. And he likely ignored the intelligence. He rushed this because he wanted an artificial date of having withdrawn before before 9-11 and the 20th uh, anniversary of that terrorist attack. Uh, Joe Biden created this mess. Uh, he now can't blame his way out of it. Yeah, I don't know if he said it in a speech today, but it came out in a statement over the weekend. He said that they had every contingency in place for what would happen during this withdrawal, even though he said three weeks ago, that there was no way the Taliban was going to overrun the country. How can both be true? Exactly, because he's gaslighting us. He's telling he's telling us what is convenient at the moment. Uh, I I do not think that I do not. I think Joe Biden, frankly, needs to resign. Between the southern border, uh, between what we're seeing in Afghanistan, the the inflation that's out of control, it's clear that he's not capable of this job. He needs to resign. And if he's making mistakes such as, such as um, like you're just saying, contradicting himself within a week, uh, it's time for him to do what's best for the country and resign and let somebody more capable, although it kills me to say it with Kamala Harris, at least let somebody yeah. else who's capable do this job. It is clear that Joe Biden cannot. Now, what, what do you make of how long it took him to uh, face the, uh, the cameras and talk to the people? It is also disgraceful, and it highlights the fact that Joe Biden hid in his basement during the entire election, uh, and it just comes out for for a debate or two and wins. This is his M.O. He hides, he skirts the issues, uh, he only comes out when he's shamed into it. It's much like Kamala Harris, not going, even though she was the border czar, uh, not going to the border until she was shamed into it after weeks and weeks and weeks of not visiting the border. Uh, they will. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris will, will sit in uh, in the White House. They'll go to Camp David. Uh, they'll evade because the mainstream media, the legacy media, as I like to call them, uh, will give them a pass. It's just with this issue, with with um, scenes reminiscent of Saigon, blasting it on the cable news networks, he was forced to, to come and, and give an address. From my understanding, he's going back to Camp David. Could you imagine if there would have been uh, an international crisis like this, and President Trump would have uh, waited and gone to Mar-a-Lago, stayed there for days and without addressing the country, and then after he gave an address, go back and play golf, there would be an uproar. But because it's Joe Biden, he gets a free pass because people know that, that he likely is actually not the one making all the decisions, and he's weak and ineffective. The guy got 30 seconds left. What are the Republicans going to do? Yeah. Uh, investigation? Well, we have to take back the House to do that, because right now there's no way you're going to get the Democrat chairman to okay an investigation. But when we take back the House, we should do one. Unfortunately, there's really not too much we can do now. This is this is a military issue, an executive branch issue. It pains me to say that Um, at least we should be doing something to expedite getting our interpreters citizenship and getting them um, uh, emergency visas to come here. 
Hey, Guy, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on with your reaction to that speech, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of reaction out there tonight. Thanks. Hey, thanks, John. Take care. Okay, that's Guy Reschenthaler, congressman from District 14. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden will speak to the nation next hour on the situation in Afghanistan. His earlier claims and predictions about Afghanistan's security forces and the Taliban have fallen short. In April, the president promised a responsible and safe U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan. Will not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. Last month, Mr. Biden claimed that the Taliban was no match for Afghan security forces. Who is better trained, better equipped. And he downplayed a possible Taliban takeover. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Those statements stand in sharp contrast to the Taliban seizing control of Afghanistan over the weekend. Greg Clugston, Washington. And on Wall Street, stocks have turned mixed. The Dow is up nearly 50 points, but the Nasdaq is 48 points lower. This is SRN News. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Dennis Prager wonders if we've lost all beauty in the world. I asked about the war on beauty. That there is it's just not being transmitted to the next generation. The most beautiful art, the most beautiful music, the most beautiful literature. The excuse is a race. The celebration of youth leads to idiocy. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The answer. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Football is back, and so is tailgating. Whether it's Friday Night Lights, Saturday College, or Pro Sundays, Solaire Portable Infrared Grills set up fast and heat up quickly. Only three minutes to searing hot temperatures, just like the big backyard Solaires. The Solaire Grills will make you the master of the tailgater with the juiciest, most flavorful food in the parking lot. The fast grilling times leave you more time to talk up your team, and they cool down fast so you won't miss a minute of the game. The Solaire Anywhere and Solaire Everywhere portable infrared grills are perfect for any grilling on the go. From picnics to camping, RVs to boating, but especially tailgating. And they're made in the USA with the confidence of a 100-year-old family business. Amaze your tailgating friends with Solaire infrared grills. Learn more about these fantastic grills at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com. Besthotgrill.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. 
for your Monday afternoon. No shortage of delays. Parkway East outbound. It's heavy from Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, close to a 10-minute backup. Inbound slowing into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West outbound. That's looking solid between the 19 and Carnegie. Delay of about eight minutes there. Outbound 28 off ramp to Highland Park Bridge remains shut down for reconstruction. Inbound Parkway North, minor delay into the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Tonight we'll see considerable cloudiness. It'll be humid with a thunderstorm. Tonight's low 68. Cloudy tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Remaining humid with a high of 76. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds and humid. We'll see a late night shower, the low 68. Wednesday, remaining cloudy and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Wednesday, we'll see a high of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I think Tony Fauci is incompetent and uh, responsible for an incomprehensible uh, amount of misery for the uh, everybody in the country over the last uh, year and a half or so. And the latest bit of news about him makes me think he might qualify as evil. Uh, I'm a dog guy. I have zero patience for anybody who mistreats dogs or any animal, really, but especially dogs. And now there's news about Fauci and his use of dogs in experiments. Uh, and his dog of choice is the Beagle. Beagles are always something special for me. My first dog was a Beagle, and I had a Beagle mix, and I had another Beagle mix named Irving, who lived to be 16. Anyway, uh, Melissa McWilliams is the Chief Development Director for the Beagle Freedom Project, and she joins us now. Melissa, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much, John. Uh, we uh, are very excited to chat with you today. So what is it about Dr. Fauci that got your attention? <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, let's be real. Dr. Fauci, um, right now in his attention, I mean, it, I think it's just the fact that right now with, with everything that's happening with COVID, it's, it's a little bit more, you know, frenzied. I mean, Dr. Fauci is the um, head of the NIAD, and the NIAD funds animal testing. So everything that has come up with regards to the infection of the 28 beagles at the University of Georgia um, is really not shocking or anything new to us. I mean, we deal with this every day, have for over 10 years. Um, and sadly, again, this article did not shock or surprise us. Yeah, so what, what's, what is being done with the dogs? And, um, what, and, and Dr. Fauci, I, I'm guessing... If he's not directly responsible, he signed off on it. Well, to be honest, I can't um, comment on that because I do not know, neither does BFP know, um, what his specific involvement regarding these animals at the University of Georgia was. Um, but really, like, again, he is the director um, and has been for years, and his influence could end animal testing um, if he wanted to. You know, at any given time, um, there's about 70,000 dogs being tested on in the United States. Um, sadly, beagles are the dog of choice. I mean, it, it definitely sickens many of us to hear um, that dogs, even cats, are, are used in animal testing. Um, so I, I know that this has really become something that's being talked about a lot. And, and again, I know a lot of it has to do with you know, Fauci and what's happening, um, you know, with COVID. However, I mean, this really is not specifically about Dr. Fauci, really. Um, this is about the government's unethical and wasteful spending. Um, the science is flawed with using animals and research. And really what's happening is they're holding up good science that is actually saving lives, John. What is it about beagles uh, that make them uh, the choice for experiments? Yeah, I mean, sadly, um, they are the breed of choice uh, because of their docile and friendly nature. They're easy to maintain in cages. They're forgiving, really, and also, sadly, less likely to bite when being hurt. Uh, and I have golden retrievers. I can't imagine any dog being more compliant than a golden retriever, but... Um uh, uh, beagles just uh, they uh, they're they're more likely to just take it without resistance. 
Uh, exactly. And I mean, honestly, beetles aren't the only dog to use. There yeah. are other breeds as well. However, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. it's just, it's unfortunate. It really is. So what, uh, can you describe what happens during the experiments? Uh, I, I read about uh, the dogs vocalizing in pain as they're being experimented upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is, again, not something new. Um, sadly, I know for many Many now who are reading this expose, it, it is, but, um, you know, they, they test, uh, pharma- let's try that again. They test pharmaceuticals, medical equipment, um, illicit drugs, and then there's even cosmetic household items. There's just so much that is tested on. So, of course, you can imagine it, it ranges, um, depending on the outcome that they're looking for with regards to what that testing is. Yeah, and I, um, I read that it was about infecting them with parasites. And I, that that and Dr. Fauci, I got the impression that Dr. Fauci would be interested in this because it's because it was um, a viral thing, you know. Yeah, and I believe it was under um, NIAID, but um, to be honest, that I'm not quite. Yeah, um, I can't quite you know talk about. Um, so are the dogs unable to recover after this, the experiments and, and, and live normal lives? Well, and that's what BFP is here for. Um, you know, many, of, many times uh, they are, uh, I, you know, un- unfortunately, I, there, there are some instances where they aren't. Um, the Beagle Freedom Project really aims to uh, rescue the animals from testing facilities. You know, many times we do ask, you know, if they're um, retired uh, or if the research facility is done with whatever they're, re- you know, researching, um, that they rehome them to us. Um, you know, sadly, throughout the years, I feel like a lot of testing facilities have pulled back on that. Um, you know, so, of course, with us, we are working hard to enact legislation, um, which, you know, of course, we need bipartisan support. Um but we have successfully passed the Beagle Freedom Bill in 12 states, which requires um, testing facilities to adopt their animals out to um, either, you know, animal rescue groups or other uh, qualified animal rescue organizations um, to be rehomed because they can. And we have successfully rehabilitated thousands of beagles. Well, we're talking to uh, Melissa McWilliams. She's the chief development director for the Beagle Freedom Project. Um, but uh, the impression I got from what was going on was that the, uh, I don't know if it was your organization, but many organizations, including yours, a Beagle Freedom Project, they're, they're trying to get the, uh, the, the, the people involved in the experiments to not euthanize the dogs, but the, they seem uh, intent on euthanizing them. Why would they? Why would they? Make, would would euthanizing them be their first choice if if they're able to just go on and live lives when they're finished with the experiments? Well, I mean, by by adopting out a beagle or you know giving a beagle to a rescue facility, it really shows the horrors of animal testing. I mean. Why would you want to, you know, have people come into your slaughterhouse, for example, you know, as watching everything happen when you don't, you know, it's like we don't want people to see, um, you know, what exactly is is happening because outrage, you know, then bangs on people's doors that they don't want their doors to be banged on, you know, Um, especially since it's a money making industry. It is. There is so much money uh, flowing through this, um, the government in terms of funding animal research, not just, um, you know, in federal labs, but also in universities, as you saw with the University of Georgia, um, as well as private uh, corporations. I mean, (laughs) why change? (laughs) You don't want to lose money. So, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Well, the the Beagle Freedom Bill, as you mentioned, uh, it, it's it has ensured that dogs and cats are released after the testing is over. I'm just trying to put myself in the position of being someone who's doing the testing on these uh, helpless, defenseless dogs and cats, and just deciding to euthanize them without even looking into the possibility of finding them homes. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It's evil. No, we completely agree. Um, And, you know, that's 
why we exist. I mean, first and foremost, we are an advocacy organization. So while, yes, we rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome, you know, animals uh, from testing facilities, um, you know, really we want to advocate change. The, the model of animal testing is faulty. I mean, even, even um, you know, ex-employees or even employees now, like, release news articles um, in scientific journals about how flawed animal testing is, um, you know, and said that it's prudent to move towards better scientific models. Um, these resources would be better invested in the human-based testing methods, and yet they still want to fund animal research. It's, it's ridiculous. So why, you know, we need to change this system, John. Yeah, so the animal research isn't doing much good is what you're saying. They're not getting much out of it. Correct. Yeah. I mean, especially nowadays with, with our scientific advances, you know, for example, we could do, um, there is in vitro and in, in, in silico, um, methodologies, um, as well as many others. Uh, there's a movement right now actually re- within the research community. They're trying to find more accurate models and, you know, other methodologies to replace these failed animal tests. Um, but, of course, it always comes down to lack of funding. You know, and then you have the opposition of those who are entrenched in the animal industry. They consistently block this. What can people do? How can they uh, contact the Beagle Freedom Project? Yes, if you are listening and are just as angry about this unethical and wasteful spending, please go to our website, BFP, and that's BeagleFreedomProject.org. You can sign up for our emails to learn more. You can also make a donation to help us end the use of animals in testing, y'all. So that's the Beagle Freedom uh, Project, and uh, I hope people uh, get onto the website and help you out. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, thank you again so much for having me, John. It's been quite a pleasure. Okay, that's Melissa McWilliams, uh, Chief Development Director for the Beagle Freedom Project. Release the dogs. I'll be right back. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life, and he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft, breathable, but extremely durable, and Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. Stag. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM twelve fifty and FM ninety two point five. The answer. Oh, you know we have our own problems with COVID nineteen in our country, but conditions are much worse in other parts of the world, specifically Latin America and the Caribbean. Kids are going hungry, and that's where food for the poor comes in, and where you can make an immediate impact. Anitra Parmalee of Food for the Poor joins us now. Anitra, I want you to start, if you would, with telling us who Doña Amanda is. Somebody who is on the other side of your generous gift. When you go to theanswerpgh.com, click on that red food banner and give a gift of $37. You are rescuing a child, providing two meals a day. John, I'm going to say that again because it's kind of extraordinary. Two meals a day for six months with your gift of $37. Doña Amanda lives in Nicaragua, and she has taken over the care of her children because of a tragedy that hit her family. She works at the local landfill, and to be honest, that is just a pleasant word for the dump. She is scrabbling for anything to feed her grandchildren. You change that despair, that darkness into hope and light when you give a gift. You give Doña Amanda... Peace 
and joy and a replacement for the fear for the future with your gift. $37 will feed one of her grandchildren for the next six months. John, that's until February of 2022. If you want to just make a note on your online calendar, how much good you're doing with your gift of $37. Yeah, and uh, she's got five kids she's taking care of, so $185 will feed those five kids for six months. Kind of incredible, huh? That we can we can make a gift that's equivalent to a couple pennies a day, but literally thirty seven dollars provides six months of life saving food. These are families. Our team went into a, a shack. It was a, a home, but you know it was about the size of the shed maybe that you have in your garden, and there was a mother there with two young children, maybe. One, seven, one, nine, two little boys. And one was eating a handful of rice and the other one just kept staring at him. And through the interpreter, we asked, why aren't you eating? And the little boy replied, it's not my day to eat. Oh, boy. That is how severe the food shortage is in these countries where we serve. Honduras, enduring two devastating hurricanes. We met Maria and I saw visually the definition of shell-shocked. She had to escape the rising waters, leaving whatever small items she had for life behind. She grabbed her son. They managed to escape with their lives only to fear that because of a lack of food, an inability to go to the three jobs that she had that got her a couple dollars a day because of COVID and quarantine, she doesn't know where she's going to get food for tomorrow. You answer that with your gift, $37, providing six months of life-saving food to a child like Maria's. When you go to theanswerpgh.com, just click on that red Give Food banner. And my question is, how many children can you rescue right now? Give us an idea of, of the kind of food that Food for the Poor will be uh, distributing to these kids and how you get it to them. Well, the food baskets include all the non-perishable. So it's beans and rice, corn or corn flour, uh, cereal that's been fortified, sugar, cooking oil, even some hygienic items like soap and chlorine and a, a pamphlet on COVID-19 preventative measures because so many of these people are, are isolated. They don't know what's going on. And John, we work with ministries on the ground, pastors and, and, missionaries on the ground in these communities who are able to to geometrically increase our impact so as unique as the situation is to a community to a country that's how unique their delivery is because obviously we're not able to do the mass feeding programs that we're accustomed to so pastors are throwing food baskets in the back of their pickups they're they're filling kayaks with food baskets and floating into flooded areas that have been out of reach. They're using burrows and four-wheel drives. But rest assured, our community partners are committed to taking your generous gift, translating it into life-saving food, and then getting it to those most in need. Yeah, and that's the thing about uh, food for the poor, that when people give, they can be confident that the money they give is going directly to the people they're giving it to. Uh, and it's going to turn into food for them. You are exactly right. We take it so seriously. Our integrity is without question. You can always head over to foodforthepoor.org, get any of your questions answered. But let me tell you, I have stood in front of mothers who have expressed with tears flowing down their face the difference that a gift like yours has made. I've been a part of a food distribution. I've been a part of areas that intervene with mothers whose children are on the edge because of malnutrition. I have seen the results of gifts like yours. And I can attest with everything that's within me that your gift is getting to the people that need it most and it is making a lifetime of difference for them. Imagine who will the children you rescue become? Are they community leaders? Are they pastors? Are they fathers and mothers? 
That is yet to unfold as part of the story on the other end of your gift. When you head over to the answer pgh.com and make your gift by clicking the give food banner right there. Again, the numbers are easy. $37 provides six months of life-saving food for a child. How many children can you rescue? Yeah, and uh, I'll give you the other ones real quick. $185 for five kids, $370 will feed 10 kids for six months. And they will get the food if you give the money. So, uh, Anitra, I really appreciate you being with us, and good luck with the campaign this year. Oh, thank you so much for your partnership. You're changing the world. Anitra, one more time with the phone number and the website. 866-922-HOPE. So it's 866-922-4673. Or you can always head over to theanswerpgh.com and just click on that red Give Food banner and change the life of a child. Anitra, thank you. Good luck. And good luck to uh, them. And uh, we, we hope that you're uh, helping out here with your uh, donations. As I've told you many times and as I said just there in the conversation, um, the, the, this is a great charity because uh, everything that uh, you give turns into exactly what you think it's going for, and that's food. $37 feeds those kids for six months, two meals a day. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. So I hope you, uh, hope you uh, go along with the plan here, and uh, we're happy to help out food for the poor. Meanwhile, um, there, it's interesting because to see Joe Biden trying to put a spin on this in his speech – um, and you heard uh, Guy Reschenthaler talking about it. He, he's not buying it for a minute. There, are, it's just he, he. You can't overlook the fact that I thought it was like three weeks ago. It was more like a, over a month ago, July eighth, actually, uh, where he said that there was no way that the Taliban was going to be able to overrun Afghanistan, uh, Kabul, and not uh, just not take over the country. Um, he said it wasn't going to look like Saigon back in the seventies. Meanwhile, that's exactly what it looks like. I'll tell you what, the most disturbing pictures that I saw, and if you haven't seen them yet, maybe you haven't been uh, near a TV or haven't had time to look online at it, but people who are, there's there's video of the, the, tax, the, the jet taxiing on the runway in Kabul, and people actually climbing onto the plane as it's moving, running out of the way as the plane is slowly going up the runway, and some of those people... Uh, at least a couple of them got into the wheel well and were holding on to the jet when it took off. And you can see the jet is at, uh, it's up there. It's, it's, it's taken off and it's well up into the sky. And you can see a little speck just fly off of the plane. And that's the guy who, I think there were two of them, who were in the wheel well and fell uh, probably a couple thousand feet onto the runway. Pretty sick stuff going on there. What a nasty place that is over there, and it's not over yet. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. Talk to you then. Bye. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.